Most ladies and gentlemen, y'all know how we do. The unsung heroes, myself, DJ Moschino, DJ Superior, and MREC. MREC is on the road right now. Big shout out to MREC TV. And we have an amazing guest today, an amazing, wonderful guest today. And we wanted to bring her on to share this uh, the story and uh, give some detail about life and how to pursue life and, and walk through this journey. So this young lady that I have today is Kiana Monroe. She's a tra- trafficking survivor. She's a NLP, EQ certified life coach. Okay. Um, Kiana, welcome. <laughs> your last name. Your last name is Monroe. Monroe. Wow, that's my manager's last name. That's crazy. Yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people ask me if my name is real. Like, did was I born with that name or? Did I change it? I'm like, nice. Nah, this is it. Mm. Yeah. So, 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 like, when did uh things start to occur that led into the the trafficking, if you will? Um. So for me, when I was young, um, I was six when I was raped, and my mom dropped me off. Like I said, being young, me being mm. six years old, mom about nineteen years old. Want to do what 19-year-olds do, go out, have fun with her man. Um, she left me with uh, her boyfriend's brother. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, that's I'm really big on being mindful. I tell parents all the time, be mindful. You drop your kids off, and be, you know, who you let right. babysit your kids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and so from there, um, I dealt with incest in the family. You know, my, my uncle, my deal on my mom's side. Mm. you know, for about two, about two years. And it was very quiet, very swept under the rug. No one mm. wanted to speak about it. You know, that whole thing going around social media, we don't talk about Bruno's shit. That's my, that's my mom's side of the family. Mm. And so it kind of created a mindset for me of not being heard, my voice kind of hushed, not being believed. Because when I did tell my mother mm. about what happened, you know, overnight, um, she didn't, she didn't believe me. She made it seem as though, you know, I kind of made it up. You know, I didn't, that, that didn't happen to me. And I think in all honesty, I think she just didn't really want to deal with the guilt mm-hmm. of the mistake she made by letting somebody else that she didn't know babysit her kid. The reality of it sometimes is too hard to swallow, mm-hmm. you know, so it's better to create a story or scenario that you can live with and that you can cope with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And with the whole situation with my uncle, she actually believed that. Unfortunately, you know, my, my grandmother, my abuela was like, you know, don't talk about that. Don't tell anybody. She actually told me not to be so promiscuous, right? Mm-hmm. And to kind of cover up where, because, you know, you know, when you're a kid, you wear like the little nightgowns and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that and it was just, yeah, there was no support there. So by the time I got into middle school, you know what I'm saying, I felt like I was mentally and emotionally shaped and prepared to kind of get into some shit. So I was looking for validation. I didn't know myself. I didn't love myself. I'm carrying all these secrets. As smart as I was, you know what I'm saying, I'm still a kid doing adult shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, And it's inappropriate. I had mm-hmm. no one to talk about it, no one to tell. So I went to um, what age, what age is this? School. Twelve. Mm. So, at, so at twelve, I'm at middle school, mm-hmm. right? Um, I got I got bullied in middle school, real bad. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I had a homegirl there, and we both pretty much got bullied. And I remember, um, and they were in the gang, of mm-hmm. course, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they ended up setting her hair on fire. Her mother was just like, that's a wrap. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a wrap. Yeah, I mean, she was she was the closest friend to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, she was um, Samoan. Mm. And they they took her to the bathroom, set her, set her hair on fire, beat her up. Her mother checked her out. I was like, that's it. We out. Wow. So I was there on campus by myself. You know, I was my only, I was my, my only friend. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. And so 
I was like, damn, I'm about to get my ass kicked by myself. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, what you what 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 you gonna do? And then on top of that, my uncles were in a gang. They was from Police Neighborhood Crip. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I'm just like, all right, I'm either gonna join because these same girls are from Crip neighborhood. So I'm either yeah. gonna be getting my ass kicked or I'm going to join. So I, I joined. I so fought. Joined. Probably the hardest Probably, probably the hardest fight I've ever had. I've been like eight to ten girls wow. at the same time without falling. You cannot fall. Jeez. You hold your own. You hold your ground. You know so, what I'm so if you, so if you like fall, what happens? Huh? So if you fall, what's what happens? What's the rules to that? If you don't mind me asking. I guess you get stomped out. Mm. I, it wasn't my experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I I was raised around a bunch of cousins who was yeah. you know older than me so I could hold I could hold my own and I didn't know what I would say going home after getting stomped out what my mm-hmm. uncles would say you know what I'm saying right. so even though I was involved in that fought a lot but I was still getting good grades right because I didn't really want anybody knowing that I was doing what I was doing right, right? my mother would have yeah. been pit my mom right. would have been pit mm-hmm. so here I am getting bullied joining the game by the girls I'm being bullied by fighting all the time Mm-hmm. And I confide in, in, in one of the girls. You know what I'm saying? I told her all the shit I've been through, everything I went through with, you know, family, right. everything. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I created a bond with somebody who I could, like, tell my secrets to, right? Mm-hmm. This is why it's important to pick your friends and not be looking for people to, to pick you. Right. And you fuck around and get you a fake friend, set you up. And that's exactly what she did. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, the, the boy that she was dating was older in high school, of mm-hmm. course, mm-hmm. right? That's considered a Romeo or like, a, I like to call him a, a, a charmer, like a Leshemere. So right? like a, like a groomer. Yeah, they're 16. Uh-huh. They're non-threatening necessarily to a 12-year-old. You know, I mean, I'm 12. I'm just like, oh, an older boy. He's more mature. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's her boyfriend, ditch school, right? And you know how, like, so we went over. He took us to, went to McDonald's, right? Mm-hmm. And then we went to somebody's house you know how you walk into a situation and you can just read the room mm-hmm. and you're like this shit not about to be good for me you don't feel right yeah you, like you yeah. know it, you could just feel it the you energy's could just off. feel it so mm-hmm. i walk into the room right walk into the living room it's men everywhere and a couple of females too they mm-hmm. all grown they no kids in there everybody's grown you understand what i'm saying they're yeah. on the glass table there's coke on the table. There's alcohol. You know what I'm saying? And like Colt 45, oh, Tennessee. You wow, know what I'm saying? Wow. Like all that stuff. Old school shit. Right hood shit. Yeah. And so I'm like, this 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 about to be bad. Look back. Her ass is walking out the other side of the the door. Damn. And she's walking back on the other side. Like I knew. I knew. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And yeah, my life was never the same after that. So from oh 12, so from 12 to, to 15. So and you was 12, was, hold on, you was 12 when 12. she she brought you yeah. in there? Yeah. That's crazy. So here's the thing, you know what I'm saying? She felt like, well, she done already, I told her everything. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So for her, she's like, well, she done, she done already been, you know, dealing with this. Don't nobody believe her where she's at right now. Like, I pretty much, I felt like I set myself up to fail with that. You know, befriending somebody like her, not knowing. You know, you she didn't know. You didn't know any better. So she she basically told them that you you probably will be somebody they won't even miss. Right. Basically. That's because that's where some of that comes from, Mo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I talked yeah. to you about that. What what happened with you know my situation? But I, I can relate to what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so. Mm-hmm. I dealt with that from like 12 and then I got out like right before my 15th birthday. Wow. Damn. Yeah. And that's, and, and that's all due through really no guidance in the beginning stages to show you the right, right path to go around, whatever. And it sounds like the streets really became the love and the father figure for you to, to mm-hmm. you know, to, to, you know, find your love. Yeah. I, to- I, I told you a lot of people think like that. Because yeah, we was talking about, was talking that. about that. Sometimes mm-hmm. your family on the street be more better than the family that you got at home. That's a fact. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, 
you just you got to really pick your friends. Mm-hmm. You just can't get that thought of out of our head that you're like 12 years old and you're in a room with all those guys, how you described yeah. it. It's heartbreaking it. Just, 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 just hearing that, that whole situation, man. And then a lot of people, what we was just discussing, a lot of people who have family members and they know that their family members doing wild craziness and not even stepping up to the plate. How are you condoning this and you know that uncle's doing this and nephew done did X, Y, and Z? You just as guilty. I think like, so too. I hate it with a passion. I feel like a lot of times, you know, people play lightly that, you know, if you see something, say something. But I always say this. Um, you know what I'm saying? Say something. Say yes. It's your niece. It's your it's, it's it's your it's your cousin. It's your it's your daughter. You know, at the end of the day, kids are kids are kids. Mm-hmm. Half of the time, they might not say nothing because they've been paid off. Yeah, for for the most part, depending on depending on who they are. Yeah. But you know, family keeps secrets. Families keep secrets. Lots lots of them. So how do we go about um, pinpointing these 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 things? Like, say, for instance, someone is being abused, whatever the case may be. Um, I want to talk from a, a, a child's perspective, young point, a child that could be getting abused, and we don't, we can't see the signs. You've been through it, but you can you can point out the signs. And then I want to talk about because um, we work in a nightlife, we're in the clubs, all this, that, and the third, and then we can see a, a grown woman that might be going through some things. What are the key things that we can point out or try to see? When you're at a club, I mean, because you, you say you're at clubs all the time. One mm-hmm. of the things that if you if you can pay attention to, you know, who a girl comes in with. You know what I'm saying? She came with her friends and she ain't leaving with her friends. Like, if mm-hmm. you if you notice in that, if she, like, yeah. really tipsy and look really drunk, stumbling a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But she leaving with some dudes. It, it That's the type of stuff you want to pay attention to. Um a girl sitting at the bar by herself or whatever the case maybe she put her drink down and you notice another drink gets, you know, swapped out. Mm-hmm. Somebody put something in her drink. When you're at a club, you're not paying attention to your surroundings all the time. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And when, when, when you buzzed and when you drunk, you know what I'm saying? You're really not paying attention to mm-hmm. any of that. So if you, if you see that and you notice that, you know, you may want to say something to the security. It's a little tip to the security and just, just, just ask. Just add. It, it won't hurt to ask. You could be. You could. It could very well be. You know, somebody that she knows. But it's better to ask to know, to confirm that somebody she knows, and then to find out. Nah, he don't know her. Mm-hmm. You understand? Know find out where, where your friends at. Who'd you come here with? You can find out that she got drugged. You right. understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And once once they have you, they have you. Damn. Yo, that happens at the bar too. That happened to my baby mother. They put something in her drink. Really? Yeah, and it was the bartender. So, like you said, you're at the bar by yourself. When you said to swap out the uh, drink, mm-hmm. it was somebody else that gave the bartender some money, and the bartender put the shit in the drink. Mm-hmm. And she started wilding and bugging, and I didn't know why. And later on, we found out they put something in her drink and stuff. But they thought she was Did by you herself. Know it did she know it was the bartender? Um, we found out it was the bartender because he did mm-hmm. more than one girl. Damn. Yeah, some people I know went through some, some similar to that, and they actually tried to follow the girl home, but she actually made it home safe, and um, her boyfriend mm-hmm. came and kind of helped her out and caught her at the mm-hmm. point of where before she went to losing her and blacked out. And um, mm-hmm. it's wicked out here, man. You know, they throwing people in vans. It's like a lot of craziness going on. So that's why yeah. I uh, wanted to top it up with you, even though, you know, the Super Bowl is going on right now. So they say right now is the most highest point of sex trafficking. Yeah. Uh, um, how can we have put out some type of SOS to avoid some of these things, like what to look out for? Um. Well, number one, if you're going, going in groups, you know, leave with who you came with. Number one, put your drink down. Don't pick it back up, especially when you're in a stadium, you set a cup down. You don't, you don't know who's behind you. You may not know who is. If you don't know the people on the side of you, you understand what I'm saying? You don't know who's paying attention to you or not. Um, when you have kids, depending on their age group, you want to send them to the concession stand. Don't send them to the concession stand by themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Two or three, 
together. Three is ideal. You know what I'm saying? Three or, or, or more, send them in a group. Or have them go with an adult. You know what I'm saying? If it's just two, let, go with an adult. Don't go by yourself because you just don't know, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, be careful of your surroundings. Don't be... There's clubs popping everywhere this weekend. Yes. You know what I'm saying? There's stuff happening. People saying, oh, we have this suite. We have this, you know, come over here and get tickets. We got extra tickets. If you don't have, you know, whatever to the Super Bowl. But no. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> Damn, yeah, it's crazy right now. Wow. Yeah. It's a carry a stun gun. You can carry a stun gun. They make them for you the. You can carry a stun gun here. Yeah. You can carry mace here. Yeah. You know, it's and not tactics. And so yeah. I always say, uh, a knife. I always tell like any female that I'm dating or dealing with, just in case I'm not around. I always tell them to carry a small knife, whatever. Yeah. And when you stab them, twist it. <laughs> yeah. Because because some a lot of people be they be they be doped up, so a mace might not do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they, so if, the, they if they on that dog food, it's stun, like how you gonna get them gonna, The stun yeah. gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you pay attention to your surroundings. You know what I'm saying? People be so on their phone that they're not paying attention that somebody's walking up towards them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They so glued to the phone. You in a, a situation like that? Too many people are around. People are not cautious enough. They're not mm-hmm. cautious enough because they feel they feel like, well, that that's not gonna happen to me. Yeah, it happens, but it ain't gonna happen to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's Til, that's what happens. it is. Exactly. <laughs> it happens. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, a lot of people that come into it, do they are actually groomed to be into um sex trafficking, or how does it normally happen besides kidnapping? What do you mean by groomed? They're talking about the, the like, girl? Because, say, um, say, for instance, you have young people, like, they'll send a younger guy, I guess, to get cool with the female some, in certain cases, and they'll mm-hmm. do the trade-off that way or some, something like that. That's what I hear. Yeah. yeah. So, for mm-hmm. Romeo, you have them, they hang out around schools. And mm-hmm. the thing is, it's a bit more suspicious for an adult. Mm-hmm. To just be hanging around an Ella, like a middle school or a high school, versus someone that's of that age group. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They can get on campus, I can talk to girls, they promise some things, I can buy you this, I can buy you that. Mm-hmm. We're in the age of social media, everybody's flashy. You know, young people have low self esteem a lot of yeah. times, so they're looking for validation. And that, almost- those are the ones they're looking for. Those are the right. ones that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? The ones who don't have, nobody's picking them up from school. They walk home. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. pay attention to that. And a lot of times they watch you. They watch who you're hanging out with. When mm-hmm. you go to football games or basketball games or baseball games or whatever's going on, um, I like to tell parents all the time, make sure you send your kids to those type of games in groups. Make sure right. you're there to pick them up. Give them a place where they need to sit, um, to like, here's your drop off. Here's your pickup. Don't be going with nobody else. Who are you going with? Where are you going? I'm going to meet the parents type stuff. I think a lot of times parents don't ask the questions that need to be asked when it mm-hmm. comes to the kids. You know, they feel like, well, I'm just going to give them freedom. Too much freedom. Too much freedom. Yeah. Too much freedom is not good because here's the thing. No one was checking for me. I was coming home at all times of the night. But because I was mm-hmm. smart and a fair day student, they were just like, oh, it's probably like an after school program. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, no big deal. They didn't pay attention to body language. As smart as I was, I had low self-esteem. So when people were just like, well, why didn't you, why didn't you say something? Why didn't you? I was unbelieved plenty of times. What makes me think this was going to be something different? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Me so some, for them, for oh, my God. family, as long as I was getting, you know, good grades and pulling in good grades so that I can go to college, that's all they cared about. My mental health, my emotional health, and, and things that were happening outside of the house, they weren't checking for that. Let me ask you something. Something you said earlier, um, when you was talking about the incest and and at home and whatever, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you you mentioned you mentioned an uncle, right? That's what you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Did that ever get checked? Did that did that ever, you know? No. Wow. No. Damn. No. And the only reason why it stopped is because he went to prison. He didn't go to prison because of what I did. He went to prison on his third strike. That's oh, why. All right. So, mm-hmm. quant- uh, comma hit him then. Comma, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The only why I asked you that because um, 
I could relate to that what you said because um I have a, I had a, a family member that my mother's my mother's boyfriend kept messing around with trying to mess around with and she was young mm-hmm. and um what like you said mom duke didn't want to believe me you know i brought it to the table and told her what was going on mm-hmm. and she wasn't trying to hear me you know she felt like i was lying she loved him that much that she wasn't trying to hear nothing mm-hmm. and that kind of broke the family up so when you said that a while ago i, I kind of related to that when you said that yeah, yeah. So the situation is that the 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 men are protected. The men on my mother's side of the family mm-hmm. are the okay. protected. You know what I'm saying? He was the oldest. My 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 grandmother's you know firstborn. Do you know what I'm saying? She uh-huh. it was it was easier to just you know sweep it under the rug. Mm-hmm. No, okay. and nobody wanted to talk. Nobody wanted to talk about it. Nobody. And it wasn't just that it didn't just happen, you know what I'm saying, to, to me, we didn't find out till, till, till later, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, that when he was like high and, and, and drunk and whatever he was whatever he was on, he would mess around with his kids. So a lot of shit that happens yeah. on in the family dynamic, nobody wants to talk about it. It's either because of the embarrassment, do you understand? But that's something, that's a cycle that has to break, unfortunately. Yeah, because at the end of the day, who fights for the kids? You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you told somebody some shit was going on and she didn't at least it broke up the family. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because no one did anything about it. Yeah. Nothing happened to it did not tear my family apart whatsoever. Mm. whatsoever. I was, in, I was I, the black sheep, to be honest. Oh man. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. See I see I I I'm a youth director uh up in Yonkers. I'm in the community center now where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And um a lot of times we deal with that with a lot of the females, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. Even do you have brothers and sisters or is it just you? No, I'm the, I'm the oldest. Um I have a younger sister and I have a younger okay. brother. Yeah. Okay. Did did, did they at, go through any of it? No. No, by the time my mother had uh my sister, she was 27, 28. Mm-hmm. She was an adult. You know what I'm saying? And she learned okay. from her mistakes having me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And then she had my brother maybe like five years after that. So nothing. Oh, okay. They they don't have they don't have the experience I have. Mm. You okay. understand? My mother and, and my relationship with my mother, my view of my mother is completely different than the mother that my sister got and the mother that my brother got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how did how did you actually get out of it? So a situation happened. Um, I remember getting home really, really, really late. And my grandmother, out of all out of all times, she normally never checks for me, but I got home really late. I think it was like almost one o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I had I had come from a transaction, right? Mm-hmm. And I was trying to sneak in and be quiet. I got caught. She asked me where I was, where have I been? The first time out of all the times. And I didn't really have an answer. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm thinking I'm too big to get my ass whooped, you know, she wanted to, you know, take a belt. And the, mm-hmm. here's the thing. She thought that, you know, my ass was bleeding. She thought the belt, you know, she whooped me too hard. And she right. thought she cut me. You know what I mean? So she was panicking a little bit. And come to find out, it was a lot. So she called my grandmother, my other grandmother, my dad's mother to come mm, get yeah. me and they took me to the hospital right my grandmother was devastated she thought she did that to me because it was so much and then when my grandmother took me to the er the doctor told her she's been ripped mm. that's what happened that's what happened and then mm. you know social services and so i had to tell my grandmother what the hell was going on my grandmother was just like you, you need to talk you need to talk now Mm-hmm. So when I told her that and how long it's been going on and everything, she checked me out of the pool, right? She cut pretty much all my hair off. We dyed it like a bleach blonde and I was homeschooled and I went to her house. I didn't go anywhere. Um, I finished out high school, basically home homeschooled. I went to go live with her. I stayed inside with her. If I went somewhere, it was with, it was with her, but she basically kind of hid me until I graduated. And then I went to Spelman. 
that was that was sad. So I'm so sorry you went yeah. through that. Super sorry. It's, it's disgusting, man. Shit is. Just, mm-hmm. It it angers me you, to, to hear to hear something like that. It, ah, I swear. Go ahead, sue my bad, man. Nah, it's alright. I'm sorry. Did you um? Did you ever um? Have you ever um th- thought about making a, a book? I'm working on it now. On uh, it? it took me a long time. It took me a long time because I felt like, number one, I was always scared that I would be found, right? Okay. Um, even when I went to Atlanta, like I kept that fear because I was always threatened. If I said anything, if I did anything, if they couldn't find me, they knew where my family lived. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So... I just stayed quiet. I stayed gone. Went Spun was out in Atlanta for a long period of time. Me coming back, I felt like I don't want to be attached to any of the shit I went through. And I didn't want to be defined. Okay. I didn't want to be defined by any of the shit I went through. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, let me go to school. You know what I'm saying? Let me go get my degrees. I became a sports journalist at ESPN. And I was just like, I'm, I'm protective of my image. I don't want anybody to know that I went through that. Yeah. I want oh, to be seen as, as the work I did. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be seen as smart and successful. You know, all my accomplishments, I work for that. Yeah. I don't want anybody to think, you know, oh, poor Keanu, or, you know, pity me in any shape or form to think, oh, damn, you know, maybe we should. Nope. I didn't want anybody to know anything. I just mm-hmm. wanted to okay. completely change my life and live and kind of keep that behind me. And I suppressed right. it. No therapy, no nothing. My therapy was work. Mm-hmm. It was work. Because mm-hmm. I felt when I was young, I was just like, I'm, I'm in my mind at like 18, 17, 18. I'm just like, I'm, I felt damaged. I was like, who, who, who's going to mess with me? Who's going to talk to me? Who's going to take me seriously? You know what I mean? Yeah. If I tell them that like, this is all the stuff that I went through, they're going to judge me based on my past experiences. So I just right. suppressed all of that. And I worked. I worked. And I wanted to prove that I'm more than what I went through. Right, so I definitely right. didn't want to tell anybody about any of that. It wasn't until um, I decided to start the nonprofit that I have mm-hmm. with girls. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And working with the girls, I noticed a lot of little versions of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking a lot of low self-esteem, looking to fit in. Mm-hmm. No self validation, looking to be validated by other people. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, this is this is a recipe for disaster. Right, right. Um and the interesting thing was when I did go speak to a lot of the girls, none of them took me seriously. Mm-hmm. They were just like, You don't know about like real life. You work for T V. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At that time yeah. I was working for yeah, I was working for uh NBC Universal IE. Okay. And they wanted to talk about journalism and working for film and working for television. And some of them felt like I couldn't really relate to them. Right. And I had to really sit down. It was like a real ass moment. I was just like, no, actually, you know what I'm saying? Let me talk to you for real, for real. Mm-hmm. I'm from so-and-so. I'm from South Central LA. Right. I went through, you know, this, I did that. I experienced I, not everything. But I said, I've experienced some shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. not your mother. I'm not your teacher. I'm just Miss Kiana. Mm-hmm. And so I, instead of you trying to figure out, you know, how you can be like me, let's find out how to be like you. Mm-hmm. And when you leave this room, don't be looking to try to be like any of the girls on here. Be yourself. And you pick your friends. Right. Because if, you, if you're looking for acceptance, you might be accepted by the wrong group and the wrong crowd. And that can get you into a lot of trouble. And I told them yep. about my pain experiences and everything. So once they found out Miss Kiana from the hood too, yeah, I'm saying and she working TV is it's, yeah. it's a whole different level. It's a bond. They, open, they opened up. Yeah, she's from the streets. She, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And she turned out to be, you know what I'm saying? Now they're yeah. talking. Mm-hmm. Now they're talking. This right. is what's going on with me. This is what's going on at home. This is. It was like a whole floodgate. Wow. So I had to start sharing my story in order to help because a lot of these kids, they're not going to just talk to somebody that's talking at them. You have to be able to talk to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so working, I left TV and I started the nonprofit working with foster care kids, group home kids, Mm -hmm. um, with a transitional home. Um, I just um, started working with the correction center 
um, and some kids, some at-risk youth kids. And then you have some kids that are straight-A students, right, with low self-esteem doing all kind of other shit. So they, they are a me. And right. no one is really suspecting them to behave that way when your self-esteem is shot. And now you got social media. Yep. You understand? They don't even know how to look for predators. They don't pay attention to fake profiles and things like that, meeting up with, with people because, yeah. you yeah. know, that person said, well, meet me at so-and-so. They're not mm -hmm. aware of that. It's going to have to take somebody who has actually been through it right. to really talk to them and talk to them realistically. You understand what I'm saying? And can, you, can you give an example? Sorry to cut you off. Give an example yeah. of that because today's technology, right. like you said, is so enhanced. We can't tell the new age pimp and put it that way, I guess, whatever. But um, how can we? Yeah, that's a good way to say it, Mo. Yeah, how can we pinpoint <laughs> that? You know what I mean? You know, when we came up, we knew uh, you knew so-and-so, Johnny down the block. Yeah, we, Johnny do what he do. But how do right. we pinpoint that right now? Right. Um, I had have, I have one girl ask me about a, a profile. She She was... You know, she's been in my program for a while, mm -hmm. and someone was trying to meet her and ask for her phone number and her address, and he would send her something, but it wasn't a him. It was an account, and it had maybe three followers, barely no posts, mm -hmm. private account, and it had a picture of, like, a cartoon character, like an anime character of a girl. Mm -hmm. but there was no picture of him. You understand what I'm saying? And, and this day and age, you can screenshot a picture of any kid and make it show your profile right, picture. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And I said, have you seen this person? Did they do a video chat with you? Did you talk to your parents about this person? You know what I'm saying? That's suspect right mm -hmm. there. That is a big red flag. A private account. Because it's a, a lot of people would think, oh, it's a bot. But it can also be a pedophile. Right. And if you don't say something or question it you understand what i'm saying mm -hmm. that's a situation that we were able to catch wow. and it wasn't an adult it was a grown man you know what i'm saying like she said some of those pages when you look at a page and you see one picture and you don't see people who make facebook pages put a bunch of stuff there so yeah. like she right. said sometimes those pages i'll be questioning them too you know mm -hmm. yeah, they might be a girl sometimes mm -hmm. they use a woman to get you, exactly. like trying to yeah. have like a girlfriend, or and and like she said, it might be a guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, see, I see a lot of pages like that with with Bitcoin, and they, like, they'll send a pretty girl, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Like, they, mm -hmm. they or it could be a girl. It could be yeah. a girl doing what she mm -hmm. said, or mm -hmm. you, that dropped mm -hmm. her off in the house. It could be something like that. Yo, that's mm -hmm. that's, that's that's crazy, bro. Yeah, and and in this day and age. Times are hard, believe it or not. You know, some of the parents will say things. Some somebody that they know usually it's the closest people to these kids that that get them caught up. People that they may know. It's not always strangers. Sometimes it's people that they know and they feel like they're supposed to be trusting. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Do this for a favor. Do this because you know. So we're going through such and such one time. Blah blah blah. All this other stuff. Or they can get with some younger boy that they like and and mm -hmm. that's usually the, the hardest one mm. you understand what i'm saying they like this boy and this boy and got them caught up in all kind of stuff and now yeah. they're scared to leave self-esteem is low you know they feel yep. like they're in love that happens too yeah and then you have they, all they, the, they don't they don't want to leave like, different now yeah with the technology yeah it's a lot of distractions yeah. right now tons it's of a them. lot mm -hmm. it's a lot but you have to you have to pay attention because in all in all in all of these movies, not to cut you off, but in all of these movies, Mo and um Keanu, they they promoting like girl on girl all the time. You know, you'll see the movie, you yeah. see girl on girl, and then guy on guy. They promoting this stuff already. Mm -hmm. You know, not just that too, but you know what I'm saying. Take, like stuff like taken, that's real. That's not fake. The taken, Ooh, yeah. around and get and 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 get taken somewhere where you where you don't come back. Yeah. And it, and it went from being out the out the country how they portrayed it, but it's right here, you know, right in front of our face. 
Yeah, it's hidden in plain sight. But here's the thing. A lot of people, you have people who are concerned and people who care, but you have to go against not only do the people who care and mm -hmm. are concerned, you have to go against, you know, the pedophiles, the predators or whomever. You also have to go against the people that don't care. They mm -hmm. don't care. They'll be like, okay, this is not, this is not relevant. This mm -hmm. is not yeah. important. Why does this yeah. even matter? This mm -hmm. is not happening. You know, this happens over there. But Let's talk about here. something else. Right. They don't care. Mm -hmm. So you're yeah. go, like you're going against people who don't care, and they're on the same side. They're not they're not paying attention. Right. They're not going to say anything, and it could be happening right in front of them, and it's they have the option to do something, and they don't. Mm-hmm. But yeah, don't. like um, like like what Mayor Shapiro was talking about earlier when you when you weren't on. Um, back in the day, it was more so hush hush. Like you better not say nothing. Like you say, or you get your ass whooped or whatever. The, the stuff that you went through, and I mm -hmm. I can recall like those days was very serious. Now people, you have more people that are more that are more open minded. They're able to talk about a lot of things now. And at that time, a lot of kids that were on milk cars were missing. Those kids mm -hmm. now we kind of we kind of learn today they were it was sex trafficked. Mm -hmm. Those kids. Mm -hmm. And then you also have you you have situations where kids know about CPS and child protective services and shit like that right now, right? right? So you'll get you'll get a predator to be like, if you say anything and you report it, you know what I'm saying? You go into foster care, your mom will get taken away because you're yeah. young. You have mm -hmm. to they scare kids in that way to to like scare them into their silence as well. Mm. You know, with adult women, it's easier to just threaten their life. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's crazy. Especially if they yeah. have kids. They'll threaten their life. They'll threaten their kids' life. So it's, once you're in it, it's not easy to get out right. as an adult. But you mm -hmm. can get out. Well, I'm happy you you got out. You yes. know what I'm saying? So that's yes. your proof that it could happen. That's only mm -hmm. why I said something about the book, because that could help mm -hmm. somebody else. Right. I mean, it don't have to be you on it. It, it could just be... You know, could get a character of a uh, of a female or silhouette or whatever, but that yeah. that would be great. I and before I I didn't want to say anything, but when I realized how many other kids have this story and they need to hear they need to hear a survivor story, they need mm -hmm. to. You know what I'm saying? And understand how realistic it is in the world. It's not a game. I don't mind talking about my story. Because someone can look at me and just pass judgment and say, oh, she don't look like she ain't been through nothing. Yeah. You understand? But just because you don't look like what you've been through, it's right. not until I tell you. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, damn. So I'm it's not. best to not keep mm -hmm. it a secret. It's not helping anybody to keep mm -hmm. it to myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm not in happy. I applaud you for taking that, 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 that role because it takes a lot. To, to say yo this happened to me I know yeah. it I know it takes a, a lot of courage ego you got to get all of that out the way and, and, and dig deep mm -hmm. to be like yo yeah I'm telling it and this is how I go down yeah. and look out for this and that man I mm -hmm. super I super applaud you for that yeah. and, and people need to see and hear more of it I mean and that's why we wanted to have you here like normally we interview unsung hero as far as DJs that don't get they just doing the industry whatever the case may be, but you are an unsung hero that needs to be on the plateau, for real. Exactly, exactly. And I'm willing to help you out with the book. If you want, I, I'm willing, I got some connects with the book stuff. I can help you with that. So we're going to stay in touch with you, all right? Okay. Absolutely. All right. Also, speaking engagements, you do speaking engagements, right? I do. I do lots of speaking engagements. So I have an organization called the Creative Community Foundation, and then mm -hmm. I work with uh, adult clients as well. So NLP, I also got certified for neurolinguistic programming, um, okay. practitioner, and emotional intelligence. So I work um, with the city a lot of the times to help identify when girls are being trafficked or they'll bring them to me. I work with uh, the Obama Foundation, the YWCA Human Trafficking Department, and it mm -hmm. happens globally. So I do a lot of work globally. Right. Okay. And kind of work with them once they get out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, the the last time I went to a, um, a transitional home for all girls, um, they sent me a girl. She was 11 and she was trafficked. Um, but they they put her in juvenile home. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they found out she was pregnant. 
So then they put her in the transition home. And then they gave her and then they gave her to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And my ability to relate to her. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get I I I wasn't pregnant at eleven years old. But when I asked her what she wanted to do, she was just like, I just want to graduate middle school and I don't think it's gonna happen for me. Mm. You understand? Like her whole her whole mindset is changed. So working with middle school kids and high school kids on top of, you know, the organization mm-hmm. and then speaking to adults and speaking to other organizations. And that includes um, like a hundred black men because boys need to be able to, if they see something, say something too. Right. You understand what I'm yes. saying? That's mm-hmm. important as well. And how they, mm-hmm. how they treat one another and look out for one another mm-hmm. is important, especially in our communities. You understand what I'm saying? So any anything anytime you want me to come speak to some some kids you let me know you okay. let me know because mm-hmm. I, I think it would be good for them to hear somebody that's like far away mo you know what i'm saying oh yeah for sure that, yeah. instead of just she, here yeah. like she's out there that way they know this right. is going on everywhere not just yeah. you know because yeah, i'm in, I'm, in north, I'm in north carolina he's he's in new york but um and you plus you, you plus you you've been around you, you've been around the culture as far as the game culture and everything so you know top to bottom like how this whole thing happens yeah yeah mm-hmm. summer camp go to uh i partnered with power play new york mm-hmm. so we go to i go to new york usually in the summer times for camp and work with the youth out there and then Atlanta as well we have a transition home in atlanta all okay. girls yo i got an idea too so i'm gonna talk to you off camera I got okay. an idea, something that might work, but I'm gonna yeah. talk to you about it. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Thank hey. you for having me. Key. Yes, Key. yes. You are, <laughs> you are more an than unsung welcome. Hero. You are definitely an unsung <laughs> hero, and you are more than welcome to come join us anytime. I don't care what you anytime. got going on. Anytime. Yes. If you got we something you, you want to promote, telling you that right advertise. now. You're hearing yes. it from okay. both of us. Mm-hmm. Like, right. say we doing something and we need a female's point of view, we'll call we, you. Calling you. And you yeah. can pop call right me. on. I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to hold you to it. Yeah. I'm holding now, you to tell, it. We telling you. We telling you this right now. Right You're an unsung hero. Yes, yes, We indeed. giving you that. Mm-hmm. We giving you that. She's the first female on the unsung hero show. You the first female, so... Yes. Yeah, I'm the first female. <laughs> I'm honored. So we was talking about getting a female guest. So the time that you got that you can do it, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull you into it. Yeah. Absolutely. And, I'm here for all right. it. All right. Yep, I'm here cool. for it. Cool. All right. We appreciate you. Have a great. Oh, have I got a great shout weekend. out the chat room because yes. there's a lot of people in the chat room and they were saying stuff as we were talking. But um, big shout to everybody in the chat room. And where can they follow you at? Yes. They can, they can uh, go to uh, mm-hmm. um if they, need, if they need any services or to check out the podcast um, that I okay. do all the time. They can follow me at, at Kiana Loves Me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Kiana and, loves uh, me. Okay. Kiana, yep. It like I I make people say it when they read the hymn. <laughs> Kiana loves me. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So yep. what podcast? Okay. What podcast do you do? The Life Matters Project. Loving Life yourself matters. first. Yes. Life matters. Wow. Exactly. It, Life matters project, and it's uh, like a a global community because okay. we have. Um, I work with a center in Dubai. Right. Mm-hmm. I have a safe house that um I started in Ghana for young girls and, yes. and women who have um, survived domestic violence and um, sexual assault, right? Uh, I have clients in Italy and London and Germany, mm-hmm. uh, kind of all over. So it's something that's happening globally. And when yes. you lack self-love, like here's the thing, like if, if I loved myself, if I had value in myself, if that was poured into me at a younger age, I think a lot of shit would have been different. Mm-hmm. You understand? A mm-hmm. lot of stuff would be different. And then you have like these young girls who don't get it. Right. Boys too. You understand what I'm saying? They don't get it. They grow up to become adults with mm-hmm. voids, still looking for validation. But now they're just looking for validation in other ways. Mm-hmm. And so the it's best thing to do is to Yeah, get your get get your healing. Right? Go to counseling. There's some older women too. Yeah, they're older women. Yeah. There's older women that's so, caught up in it too. 
Yes. You know, Look. I know a couple of them. I know a lot yes. of them, Sue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's so a, it's, whole, it's a whole other show, too. They got low self-esteem and, and don't make the best choices and decisions out of that. Out of mm -hmm. lack of self-worth. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Out of lack of knowing who they are. It's not just working, you know, not knowing their worth. So they tolerate things. You know, they allow things. They don't have boundaries. They don't say no. Right. You know what I'm saying? They accept mm -hmm. a whole lot of shit that they know that they shouldn't, but they don't they don't value their themselves. You themselves, know what I'm saying? Yes, true. So when, mm -hmm. when you have that, my, my thing is I work with you to help you love you. And I, I love you along the way, mm -hmm. every step of the way. And there's nothing that there's no judgment. There's no condemnation. It's a safe space. I talk about any and everything. I think my last show, I was uh, talking to um, Wesley Robinson from the Charlotte Hornets on mm -hmm. mental health for athletes, which is important. A lot right. of them have low self-esteem. And they're going through a lot, but, and they don't, you, they don't, they don't process that. They don't say anything. They just perform. But what you said was true. Like, um, even for men, not even just just females, but for men, like even young men mm -hmm. that's coming up in the streets, whatever the case may be. Um, you're kind of taught like rape culture in a sense, because if you look at the um the mental aspect of it, most guys, old, older guys, be like, yeah, did you did you you smash shorty? Ah, right, you better smash mm -hmm. and and get, and go get this one and that one. So you're programmed. Mm -hmm. To, to do that and to act exactly. that way like this is correct and meanwhile that's not correct that's not love at the end of the day right. and you're taught right. this at a or, young or age she, or they mm -hmm. be saying like oh she let you smash she let me smash too right like, you exactly. know a lot of that happens a lot of that I happens mean, what, what, what's the song it ain't no fun it's all we can't have none right right mm -hmm. it's, it's, yeah. it's this shit they yeah. listening to I grew up listening to that you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying and it's, it's it's even it's it's still relevant. They still making songs and shit like that. Right. You understand what I'm saying? But you have to you have to teach kids. You have to teach them. Mm -hmm. They have to value themselves. I can hear all of that, but that doesn't control my my choices and my actions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The mm -hmm. the the you you see shit every day that's inappropriate. You you every see day. and hear shit all the time, but that does, yeah. that shouldn't define you. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. You gotta, you gotta have a moral ethic code. What do you yes. value? What yes. foundation? You got some principles that you stand on. You know what I'm saying? Of mm -hmm. uh, you know what? I may do a lot of shit, but I ain't doing that. Right. Just I'm, I may do a lot of shit, but I, I ain't doing that. That's, some that's people that get moral mad. Ethic code. <laughs> I feel like we some lost our moral at... compass. <laughs> some people get mad at compass. me because I don't, I don't rush into relationships. You know. I try to get to know the person because sometimes it could be a damaged person. Yeah, you know. I feel like I we all we all are. Earlier this morning, we all are damaged. We all are damaged. Yes, we are indeed. Yeah, but yeah, but some women, but some women be really damaged, mm -hmm. and they be looking for like a, a papa or something. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm? I'm you know what I'm talking about? I'm gonna challenge that. I'm gonna challenge you, and I'm going to say. Okay. I don't, I'm not going to say that the men and the women are damaged. I'm going to say that they are walking around hurt and hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. Right? They, they done been traumatized. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. they, done, they, they have all kinds of shit that they're going through. They've been through stuff. Right. So they hurt. Yeah. You got a yeah. whole yeah. bunch of people hurting. They ain't processed yeah. it. They ain't went to therapy. They ain't talked about it. They done been through hell and high water. You know what I'm saying? They don't know. They don't. They don't. They don't feel valuable because yeah. they went through something. But just because you went through a whole bunch of shit, it doesn't mean that the experience that you have, though they may be negative, that does not define who you are. You define who you are and the choices that you make after that. You, you know what I'm saying? Your mindset that you have after that. You could be. You, you could become more powerful in a sense if you know how to take that energy exactly. and, and twist it and turn it. Exactly. Hurt people. Hurt people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You hurt unprocessed feelings, trauma, all of that. What are you going to do? You're going to project that on somebody else. That's mm -hmm. all you know. If that's all you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Then, of course, the next relationship, it's you're going to show up as all you know. Yeah. You don't have the capacity to love anybody yeah. else. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're not capable. You don't even love you. You ain't fix yeah. your mind and get your shit together. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So yeah. all you're going to do is go in and hurt somebody else. And now she hurt or he hurt. And they're going to take that to the next relationship. And they don't feel it. Yeah. It's a cycle. Mm -hmm. 
It's, it's a cycle. It's hurt. It's a cycle. For, for me, cycle. For, for experience, I can speak for myself. Like, it took me time to be alone for a while. For a mm-hmm. long while. I meditate every morning. I go in the grass in the backyard and shoes off. And I hug the tree. Mm-hmm. I'm doing mm-hmm. all the work, internal work, to the point where mm-hmm. I'm pouring all the love in myself. And now, now, when I'm having conversations with other people, and they're telling me about their relationships, they're telling me about X, Y, and Z, and mm-hmm. they're like, the man didn't love me how I needed to be loved. I said, the man didn't know how to love himself. So he couldn't love right. you. So right. already know half of the situations or relationships are not going to work because of that in itself. And mm-hmm. then you have childhood traumas that's deep within that you, that's still bothering you to this day. That's internal, right. but you didn't figure it out and pinpoint it or accepted that happened or whatever the case may be to move forward. Right. So right. I, I agree, Mo. I ain't going to say nothing <laughs> else. I agree. <laughs> Cause I, I just lost somebody because I, I waited too long and I was like, all right, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Right. Big shout, big shout out to him. Time, you know, <laughs> you, you, you think that, oh, well, you know, he's been through this. There's no amount of ass that's going to fix a, 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 a unhealed heart. Nothing. Mm. And they have to want to do it for themselves. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They have to want to do it for themselves. Right. There's nothing like that, that you can do. Nothing. And then on, on, on top of that, um, you have people who, who who shun therapy. They shun going to to counseling and things like that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and and some people will notice that yeah, that person ain't quite right, but they look good. That's why I always right. the, yeah. there's a little theme going around. Yeah, and I, I say I, that I, the person that you sleep with, you know, what I'm saying the figure that you're looking at is not going to raise your kids. It's the mindset. Mm-hmm. It's going to raise exactly. your kids. You're mm-hmm. sleeping with this with this dude. You know what I'm saying? That his mindset is what's gonna raise your kids and be a father. Right. Not not what he's packing or any of that. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, because he's not gonna give it to you because you have baby. So it's the it's the self worth. Same thing with same thing with the females. Big yeah. button and smile, that don't mean nothing if she got an empty head. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She don't have no self worth. Always always try to tap in and try to figure out. I don't care about the materialistic, this, that, and I want to know what your soul is like. Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to have to do this again. Down. This is part one. We're going to have to do part two. Because <laughs> okay. I got another meeting to go to at 430. So yeah. big shout out to everybody. Big shout out to, shout to our in. guests. Well, she ain't a guest no more. Nah, big shout out to family. the female. Kids family, yo. Kids family, you, man. It's over. <laughs> Alright. I appreciate, we appreciate you. Likewise, yes, thank yes. you for having me. Till next time, till okay. part two. All right, Ma. Yes, part yes. Two. All, All right. right. All right. All right. M-R-E-C-T-V. M-R-E-C-T-V.